This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Gwenna Lakeland and this is Tori Phantom. This podcast is dedicated to all the parents who are listening to this in the drop-off or pickup line. And especially to the parents who are currently biting their tongue because it's been literal months and this damn red Dodge Grand Caravan still has not figured out the in, buckle, go formula all the rest of us have. In, buckle, go. In, buckle, fucking go. That was really specific one, are you? (laughs) Speaking from experience? (laughs) If you're asking if I have Googled whether or not I'd get in trouble if I used my minivan as a bumper car, because pickup line rage is real. Yeah, yeah, maybe I have. But listen, charged free since 93. So I, I think we could talk about therapy, but instead, <laughs> let's start the timer. Speaking of pickup line rage, though, I, I do have no, some so of that. I have this very particular situation where my kids are all in different schools yeah, and they have staggered release times. So mm-hmm. I, I did this math on how much time I sit in the pickup line a year. Oh God. So, I don't think I want to know how much time I spend waiting for okay. my children. <laughs> oh, this is very specific math. Okay. Because I spend about two hours a day. I leave at 2 PM to get kid number one. And mm-hmm. then the next kid and the next kid, I get home about four o'clock. So that's about two hours a day. They go to school about 160 days a year-ish, give or take, take, okay? Which means that's 320 hours a year that I spend in the pickup line, which is 19,200 minutes. And if we base this on Jonathan Mm -hmm. Larson's classic hit, Seasons of Love, we know there are 525,600 minutes in a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so if we divide that number by the number I spend in the car. No, the other way. You have to divide 19,200 minutes mm-hmm. by 525,600 minutes. And then you multiply that number by 100. We learned that I spend 3.65% of my year waiting to pick up my kids. And I did do that math while I was sitting in the pickup line. So. <laughs> <laughs> <I get> yes. <bored. laughs> literal, literal years of our lives. Because that's just for one year, 3.65% of a year per year. And that's just the pickup line. That's not even including the drop-off. Right, right. And that doesn't (laughs) include sitting, waiting for taekwondo or ballet or piano or whatever extracurriculars. Like, no one prepared me for how much time as a parent I sit waiting in a vehicular unit for my child to get done with something school or an extracurricular or a field trip or something. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's what we need to prepare parents for, especially if you have young kids, like prepare yourself and your car Gird to be your home away from home. Cause you are going to spend so much time so 
attached, just s- sitting in your car. <laughs> My car doubles as a library. Yeah. Because I have this mm-hmm. thing. If I have to wait, I get to read. <laughs> uh, and But it's also like a tornado went through the library. <laughs> like there's, there's toys, snacks, water bottles, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. books, probably a key to an apartment I had in like 2016. I don't know. It's like the Bermuda Triangle And like on you've wheels. gotten a new car since then. So this yeah. is just pouring <laughs> just, every time you get right. a new vehicle. Like I'm not going to go through it. I'm just going to move my garbage from one car to the next. Like you need nail clippers. I probably have them. I don't. It's yeah, no. Whatever goes in is not coming out and I don't know how it all gets in there. My my car has gone through stages now because my oldest now drives. Uh, that one third of the mom taxi service that has shuttered. Terrifying though. Um you'd think uh maybe I just don't love my kid as much as I think I do, but like it's the free <laughs> <laughs> No, I love her to death. But like the the freedom of not having to sit in the parking lot waiting for her because she is my social kid. She's in German club. She's in cross country. She's in student leadership. She's in like every and they all have meetings. So yeah. many meetings. Like, are oh, we yeah. already working on That's like I've started a Google calendar with my eldest who is now in all of these meetings and yes. clubs. And what day, what time do I have to pick you up? I let yes. me know. I am your chauffeur. <laughs> Just tell me when to show. It's fine. I'll also make you dinner. <laughs> and this is how it is. And and we do all those things because those opportunities are good things for our kids. Like yes. so we willingly do them, but also we don't have to like them like in full disclosure. In full <laughs> disclosure. I have zero interest in a lot of what my kids are into at first. I can like, see that. I I did I did not care about basketball until Abby decided she wanted to play basketball. It's one of my biggest fears is that my kids are going to like sports. <laughs> like that's like a very niche fear but like I I don't want to be a soccer mom. I I, I mean I will I'm, be. I I'm, will be but I really don't want to. I'm going to be the best Can we do soccer, soccer mom if I have to. Can we do indoor soccer if we have to do it? <laughs> yes. Yes. I was I was so I was so excited when Abby picked one that didn't require me sit outside. And then she later <laughs> dropped out of that one and picked cross country. I don't know how many of you have been to a cross country meet. I'm so proud of my daughter. She does great. She works so hard. That girl has an athletic drive that did not come from any iota of my genetics. <laughs> I didn't give her that. Yeah. But she works so hard. But my God, I hate going to cross country meets <laughs> because a lot of times they're in this big ring. A, a cross country meet is typically a 5K, and you sort of like star pattern around this ring waiting for points where the where the track comes real close to where you're standing and you cheer yay and then they're gone in five seconds and then you have to go to another point on the track so you you also have to do cross country pretty much (laughs) (laughs) pretty freaking much oh no and i'm so proud of her and i know about running now i've been to the running store which until she joined cross country didn't know there were running stores but there's running stores Wow. I I can tell you about the importance of shoes. I know the runners lacing. Like I know those things. And when Abby was in basketball, I knew all of the NBA teams. I knew their star players. I knew 
the politics behind. I knew the gameplays. And then she left. And, and, and the phase wore off. She was no longer interested in playing basketball. She moved on to other things. I felt like we had, we had met the qualification. Like, okay, you did a couple seasons and you've decided you don't want to continue. This isn't like I tried it for two weeks and I stopped. She did it for a couple seasons. And then she's like, I don't really want to continue with this. Okay, fair. We experienced it. I'm going to call the square. And then I immediately brain dumped everything I ever learned about <laughs> basketball. At this point, I can tell you the team that's local to me, which is the Thunder. I know the Chicago Bulls because I am a millennial and Michael Jordan yeah, played Michael on that Jordan, one. Of course. That's <laughs> I, I watched Space Jam. And I know the Lakers. Honest to God, the only reason I know the Lakers is because I think the purple and yellow color scheme's pretty together. Uh, we have that in common. <laughs> any Anytime Jim talks about a sport and I look at him and he's like, that's football. Thank you. <laughs> I like to say a team name and I'm like, which, which sport is that? Which color are those ones? Yeah. What ball do they use? Is that the, is that the oblong ball or the round one? Oh, that, that's the black and yellow ones. Okay. okay. Yeah. The black and yellow right. ones are cool then. Okay, cool. Love that we like you. the black and yellow ones, right? Um, I feel, I feel like I dump the info my kids give me about certain things nearly immediately. Like I'll retain some. <laughs> But yeah. like my eldest, she's like me. And that is to say she can talk a lot and she loves to do it. Mm-hmm. And she loves her video games. And she is like very, very obsessed with like six of them. And she I I say that for every five minutes she spends on a screen, she spends 10 minutes telling me about those five minutes. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not worried about the screen time thing because she's like hardly on the screen. She's just telling me about what she it's, was doing. The screen itself is on. She is not yeah. looking at it. <laughs> she's she's telling me about what was happening and I try to keep it straight and then I'll try to ask her and I'll like mix up. I'll do a character from one game in a scene from a different one in the name of a different game. And she's like, no, mom, let me explain this. And I'm like, okay. do you get the audacity stare? Like, oh, how are you yeah. this dumb? Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. You, you, you just spat out 19,000 gobbledygook words. They're not English. Right. They are specific to the story world I'm you're working trying in. Trying right? so hard to keep up. I'm trying, but is that's so much information because she likes she likes RPGs like the lore. She knows all of it, and I'm like. How do I, okay, I love this. I'll listen. I will be an active listener in this conversation. That's, that's all I got. I like, I do like extracurriculars. I I just am glad we're not in sports. Not yet. (laughs) We do. We have Girl Scouts. We have Girl Scouts. And I, I love the Girl Scouts because my kids have such a wide range in their ages. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, an activity that they can all do at the same time together. <laughs> it's, and, it's broad enough. It covers my yeah, age gap kids. Right. right. That, so uh, it's like a big troop, but they all have their individual age groups, but it all meets at the same time in mm-hmm. the same place. And because of who I am as a person, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be a co-leader. <laughs> sure. I'll volunteer. Sure. Yeah. This, I, I need to do more things, but it's, it's fun. Cause then it's like, I get to be active in it instead of just waiting. Yeah. Though there's still a lot of waiting. Waiting. 
Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you're on the move. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com childproof. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash childproof. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It's targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. We love to see it. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash childproof. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash childproof. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Do you ever feel like sometimes I should get my kid in more extracurriculars? So I go, I go back and forth on this one. Cause I'm not going to lie. It is, it's so much easier when they get into a thing that you are also into. Yes. I, I'm, I'm not going to force them to do it because my ex theater kid ass will happily sit in a dusty theater for mm. hours and watch them badly perform the junior version of Shrek. That honestly musical. sounds like the best time ever. <laughs> like, like that, that sounds like something I want to do. I know. I know. Like <laughs> I want to watch them horribly do this. <laughs> I, I need this in my life. But until my kids express their own natural interest in it, I'm not going to force them into theater camp or like yeah. any of the things that I, I have willingly and like, I can participate in this. Like right. I understand this, but I am constantly fighting with myself of, are we doing enough or are we doing too much? And I cannot find the damn limit between those two things because I'm going to have to be in mom wait mode for both of them. So yeah. I don't know how much am I wasting their time with this many extracurriculars? Am I wasting my time with this many extracurriculars? Well, see, I actually, I, I used to get really in my head about this because my eldest did more extracurriculars when she was in like that kindergarten, first grade mm -hmm. era, because I was like, I mean, I had energy. I was in my early twenties and 
like I think I only had like one more kid at the time. It you know when they're little, lost track of how many kids you've. Got. I don't know. There's it feels like there's seventeen. There I got more kids in hands, but you know <laughs> I'm outnumbered when, when by my own the, progeny. It's a problem all by itself. <laughs> when the little ones are so little, they're kind of like an accessory. You know, you got a hip baby. Yes. You could just, oh, it's a stroller, right? And then they get older and now you got to chase them around. Mm-hmm. You got to chase them around everywhere and it gets more complicated. And then you're like, well, I got to get them in activities. I got to do all this. And I realized to cope with that, like mom shame, right? It was mm-hmm. finding the source of it. And a lot of that is social media social because media. we see parents yeah. who have their kids in like 74 things. And what I realized is that's not my family. Yeah. I am not an out person and my kids aren't much of that either. Right, and it's right. not because I've told them they can't do things. If they want to do things, we're going to go do it, right? Like mm-hmm. I, we go to places. If they have an activity they want to do, I sign them up. Mm-hmm. But the way that we typically approach this is that like some kids do love going out and doing things and having their schedule full and doing yeah. so many activities. And some kids don't, right? The mm-hmm. introverts exist in children yes. too. Yes. And so my kids are kind of a mix, but we try to exist in the boundaries of my kid who needs the most downtime because yeah. accommodating her doesn't hurt her sisters. Mm-hmm. Like they still get to do things. But if I push that one child to do more than she is capable of. And so for us, it's like we have enough on our schedule to keep us entertained, mm-hmm. but it's not so much that we're burning out. So this is going to sound awful, which I've already said several things that sound awful <laughs> this episode, but this is, this is going to sound awful. Do you, would you like to hazard a guess what major world event taught me that I don't have to fill their social calendars to the teeth? COVID. COVID. Yeah. W- when everything shut down, my littles and your littlest, because your littles and my littles, they're about the same age. Yep. We were getting to, it was, they were just old enough to start going to library circle time. They were just old enough to start going to mommy and me or, you know, tumble mats or we were just getting there and then it all shut down. It all went away. We didn't have any of those things. Like in my town for the longest time, I couldn't even get a book from the library much less go to the library for the nice librarian to read to my kid while it squirmed in my lap. Mm -hmm. Now, to be clear, I was not exactly sure how to pull off any of those because again, I'm outnumbered by my own progeny. (laughs) Yeah. Twins, twins a little different there. (laughs) I I never had to figure that out um, because we never got there. By the time the world opened back up, we were inches from preschool. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know having talked to teachers that that is a double-edged sword. On one hand, it taught me as a parent, I do not have to fill every ounce of their free time with an activity or an extracurricular or a learning opportunity. But on the other hand, a lot of those kids in that little chunk of time were kind of under-socialized as a result. Yes. That's what we hear from from teachers. Um, Like I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's a double-edged sword. Like it taught me a good lesson and it's making teachers the world over just miserable. Right. They all need raises. I love teachers. They, but, yeah. And and that's the thing though, is that it wasn't like a, it taught you that you should never do anything with your kids, but it puts in perspective that you don't have to constantly right. be running. Right. That you like, can find a balance fine. now that you've been on both ends of it. It's like, yeah. oh, balance is cool. Yeah. That's what I always teach my kids. Like we have to find balance and everything. And then I'm like, Unless I can find a way to be mean to myself about it. <laughs> In which case, there is no balance here. I just suck. Uh, you know. No, mood. Um, yeah, mom shame. 
Okay, but I so, think it's okay for the kids to be bored. Really. No, no, that's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> they have to learn how to be bored. Yes, because when you fast forward, and if they choose to have kids of their own, do they get to resume mom wait mode. <laughs> <laughs> they get to be bored waiting for our grandchildren to come out of some goddamn building. And and how do you handle that with your kids when they say they're bored? Because when I was a kid, if I mm-hmm. dared say I was bored, yeah, I'd like get in trouble for it. Like. <sighs> Well, if you're bored and wanting to clean something, like, I don't want to hear it. Go find something to do. Like, it was so, like, mean. And I don't go that route with my kids. I do say something that annoys the crap out of them, though. What's I I have one that they say. You first. If my kid kid says, I'm bored, I say, if you're bored, then you're boring. And that is quoting the song Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. (laughs) And I can't. It's like, it's, it's it's a reflex. I can't stop. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. If you're bored, then you're boring. And they, they, I get the eye roll and the sigh. And then I move they, on to actually Do they wander helpful. off and find something? No. They wait for me no. to <laughs> say the next sentence because they know that that's just like, it's like, you know, I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. I'm mom. Hi, hungry. It's like I'm that, mom. But with flagpole <laughs> <Yeah>. sitta. <laughs> See, because I have cool story, bro. Like that's, yeah. that's all I say. Like I always, if if we're like out in, in wait mode and we're out somewhere like in the car waiting for a different kid. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Me too. I empathize. Yeah. 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 I am too. You know, like let's figure out something we could do to to keep ourselves entertained. I have like a whole arsenal of tools for that because I've Same. been a mom for so long. You you have to figure that out. Yeah. What are your favorites? Um, so I I say without ego, I am better than average at games out of thin air. So way back in the history, I used to be a youth pastor. Crafting stupid games on a zero budget and Jesus is pretty much the whole job description of a youth pastor. <laughs> Check indeed. That's just <laughs> yeah. job description. That's, that's just it. No budget. Can you make Jesus, stupid can games? Can you do it? <laughs> and do you love God? Are you willing to teach other people how much you love God? You got it then. That is very diminishing if you are a youth pastor. What you do is really important uh, in your life. I, I love that for you. Anyway, I used to be a youth pastor, and so I got so good at creating games out of nothing. So one of them, uh, my littles cannot yet play this, but I'm so excited. But we do license plate spelling, where we look at a license plate, and you have to find a word that has all three of those letters. In Oklahoma, we only have three letters on our plates. Okay. You have to find a word that has all three of those letters. They don't have to be in the same order. They just have to be in the same word. So if you found a license plate with L-I-B in it, you could say Bill. Bill works. So does library. Okay. So you come up with a word that incorporates all the letters. That does not work in all the states because I know some of the states have like a letter and 17 numbers, but we use that one. We don't do car games like that. We, oh, there's others. Trust me, there's others. We do. Okay, so well, Jim and I have a game that we play between us because we we won't play this with the kids because we're ridiculous about it, and we play this game the two of us, mm-hmm. where when we're driving, it's if you see a car with a license plate from a different state, like you can't do a state that you're already in, mm-hmm. or it, you can't repeat one that someone else saw. But so when you see it, you punch the other in the arm and you yell the name of the state. <laughs> I see why. I don't know why we play that. Yeah, we don't play that with the kids, but that's that's our card game. But we do 
a lot of different types of games. So one of the things that we like to do is I don't even know what it's called. I'm sure there's a name for it, but we do a line by line story. So if we're all bored, okay, I'm going to start the story. Once upon a time, there was a girl who liked peanut butter. And the next person, one sentence at a time, and you don't get to pick where the story goes. And it can be a lot of fun. Yeah. We call that a popcorn story. I'm going to start calling it that because I didn't have any name for it. We just called it that game we play where we all say a sentence. Oddly, that's what my kids call it. Like the elders <laughs> in the house call it the popcorn story. And they're like, can we play that one game where we all tell the story, but no one gets to finish it? <laughs> sure, kids. Let's do that. And you never finish the story. Like, no, no. It no and, and you swear you're going to remember it. Um, and then you don't. The next time you play it, there's a different princess who's actually allergic to peanut butter this time. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, It really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories. So you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. We do sound recreation where we'll use our phone, pull up a sound of a truck horn, and then whoever can recreate that with their body closest. I'm going to try this later in the pickup line. And then there's also (laughs) Will It Bubble. That's more of a we're stuck because Oklahoma is Oklahoma-ing and they've canceled school. Okay. I say it that way because my state is notorious for canceling school because it's too cold. 
And I know yeah. my Minnesota and North Dakota and oh, yeah. Canadian As someone who is from upstate New York and now lives in Kentucky, and they will... <laughs> Like I laugh so hard because I get it now because they just don't have the infrastructure to right. like take care of roads and stuff. But when we get a snow day because there's like half an inch of snow on the ground <laughs> and I'm like, hey, yeah, this is it real? has everything to do with infrastructure. <laughs> we just we don't have the equipment yeah. that they have. Right. In and that's, you know, areas. people in the north don't know that in the south, when it is below a certain temperature, kids don't get to go outside for recess. Yeah. Because it's too cold. Not everybody has access to access the cold to the, weather gear. Mm -hmm. And even if you do, it's not always worth buying when it's only going to be cold enough to need it a few days a year, yeah. right? And we're still talking about access because uh, winter gear is so expensive. When mm -hmm. I was a kid growing up in New York, you wore your snow pants to school. We're going sledding yeah. At, yeah. because at you, need it. you needed mm -hmm. the the cold gear. And so, yeah. So what what is it that you do when your school closes for no reason and you're for stuck no in reason. wait mode on a snow day? Uh, we play Will It Bubble. Um, which is great because it's also accidentally cleaning things. We will get <laughs> bubbles out and we will see, cause I've got the little bubble gloves yeah. that you can catch a bubble on. So we'll get the uh, bubble glove out mm -hmm. and we'll see how many surfaces we can get bubbles to Wait, attach to. If you are going to do this to, to try to clean too, make your yeah. own bubble soap with the yeah. Dawn dish soap mm -hmm. and they make way better. Bigger bubbles. They make bigger bubbles. Yeah, we use. Yeah. So I I keep glycerin in my house just for will it bubble? Because if you add glycerin, it makes stronger bubbles. Okay. So Dawn dish soap, water, and glycerin, and you can Google the recipe. And glycerin's easy to get a hold of. And then on Amazon, I found the the bubble gloves. They look just like winter gloves, but they're slightly yeah. softer, so they don't like poke the bubble, pop the bubble. Yeah, but you just see how many things you can put that on. And then once it has been successfully bubbled, well, now you have to wipe it down. So grab that yellow rag and, you know, wipe the bubble juice off. The now we're cleaning That's that. That's brilliant. Too. I'm know, using right? that too. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I told you, I am better than average at making up stupid games. I've, I've been teaching my kids the clapping games from the 90s. Like, uh, Miss Susie had, had a steamboat, steamboat the steamboat had a belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My kid loves that one because it's, you know, there was a piece of glass. Miss Susie sat upon it. It went right up mm -hmm. her. Ask me no more questions. <laughs> the first time I sang that to her, she like cackled on the ground laughing. She thought that was the most clever thing. I She's like, that's hear... almost a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear that laugh in my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we also, we play games where we like to, we kind of buzzfeed quiz it. <laughs> a very millennial of you Tori. Yeah, we, we buzzfeed quiz it like what what spongebob character do you think you would be what my little pony character do you think you would be what <laughs> what character is the worst in this show and we all debate these things like yeah. very wholeheartedly well i think that With i would be fluttershy you're yeah. into it yeah why do you think you would be fluttershy explain that okay oh See, you'd be rainbow dash mm -hmm. we do a version <laughs> Where it's it's actually the opposite. What character do you think I'd be? I am in no way Twilight Sparkle. Shut up. The books are not the only thing. I'm Rainbow Dash. And so like it becomes this and it doesn't matter oh, yeah. what they tell it's me I am. A, it's such a fun conversation. We also do me. music though. I have this thing because when I was a kid, my dad always let me pick the music when I was in his car. Yeah. And he hated it, right? Like I was it was the two thousands, <laughs> I was an emo kid, okay. Yeah. Uh, but my mom made me listen to like all her favorites of like the best of Cher. And, you know, I have an appreciation for Cher now, but when I was a tween, it didn't hit for me. So <laughs> I, I let my kids pick the music. And so, but 
they're three different kids, three different tastes. So I have this mega master playlist. And the rule mm-hmm. is, if someone wants to listen to the song, we don't skip. Yeah. And so then everybody gets to listen to the song they want. But every single person in the car gets one. I get to skip this even if everyone else wants it. You get mm-hmm. to say, like, this is my song. I really don't want to hear this song right now. I'm calling yeah. a skip. And so that always keeps them entertained, too, because they have the most obnoxious songs on there and they know which ones I hate. <laughs> and so, like, the Doge song comes on. Oh. This is my baby Doge. This is my baby Doge. Baby and Doge. It, I hate it. I can last about 20 seconds in that song. So the second that it starts, they all get obnoxious about it. And they know that they're not going to listen to the whole song. Yeah. But that entertains them. Yeah. It's less boredom. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Bluey has equipped me with so many more games. I My kids like Bluey. I've seen some of it. I, I'm not a sit and watch type person. No, and, I, and I get that. Uh, like, it's not for everyone. I think it should be. But Bluey <laughs> has. So in particular, the the game that has revolutionized the the weight mode the mom weight mode because that's the other thing that's complicated about the mom weight mode is it's easy when it's just you but yeah. f- especially for you you increase the difficulty level with every child that gets dismissed yeah <laughs> so yeah. i now bring you're... a lunchbox full of snacks because i know like right. they you know school lunchtime it's like they get brunch they eat their lunch at ten thirty in the morning so i bring a lunchbox I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story that I do not have permission to tell. And it's one of your stories while we were traveling okay. together in New York. <laughs> your middleist called you because yes. daddy forgot the snacks. Yeah. Oh, she is really mad. She is really mad. And he was like, I, I came from work to pick you up. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like I was... come from home where the snacks are. But right. she was mad. Mad. <laughs> Right. That's how important the car snacks are, right? Yeah, it's the routine. Like we got we got everything. <laughs> the bluey game that has changed weight mode when I've got two of them in there, but I'm waiting on the third. Grannies. Grannies from Bluey has revolutionized car rights. There's lots of fake snoring and what, Rita? But it's better than fighting over where someone's eyeballs are pointed. Oh my gosh. Do you, like, do you do you have like catchphrases for the car chaos? We we used to have a third row seat car and the car died. We had to get a different one. And it was the only one that would fit all three of my children. Mm-hmm. So they're stuffed in there like sardines. I got two of them in boosters and the one doesn't need the booster, but she's stuck between two boosters. Thankfully, she's <laughs> tiny, uh, but they'll be fine. They'll be fine until they aren't. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, your boundaries. I always hear them yell boundaries, which I'm like proud of, but also like (laughs) you have to state the boundary too, kid. Right. And I, I'm, guys, we are all stuck in this car together. We are all, we can't go anywhere. Okay. Everyone stay in their own space, elbows in. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's, let's play the quiet game. We are five minutes from home, please. That's the only time that it gets chaos in my, in my family, like where I might start yelling is in the car. Um, ours is the morning where, where I'm much more calm, cool, and collected in the car. However, I do say the, I cannot see the road if you're being that loud and they, they know, they know that that's silliness, Yeah, but I cannot see the road if you're being that loud. I do tell them like I am driving and to be safe, I cannot be listening to you guys starting a WWE tournament in the backseat. <laughs> The other one I say is seatbelts are for safety on multiple levels. 
if you are having to shift your seatbelt to reach over and fuck with your brother, no. <laughs> Seatbelts yep. keep us safe in case of an accident. And you just keep telling your kid, like, sit up straight. Sit up straight. Sit in your seat correctly. It does not work if you are not sitting in your seat properly. Right. <laughs> My new favorite part is, is our, our seatbelts have the pull lock. Well, our kids can now buckle themselves in. So we no longer do the pull lock at all. Because it used to be when we were putting them in the full like car seats, that was the harness. And then when it jumped to the back boosters, you'd buckle them in. And then you'd just extend the seatbelt all the way out till you hear the little click. Were and you, then it would was roll I back supposed up. to be locking the seatbelts when they were. In I'm the sure there is a certified car seat safety technician who has got to do some research. Because <laughs> I, I just was using the seatbelt as usual to. on the booster. Car seats anyway. are so complicated. <laughs> I know. It's so frightening, honestly. Anyway, so, anyway, so they don't have to do that anymore. Well, I don't buckle them in anymore. So they don't do it. So now my new favorite thing is when they're leaning forward and I haven't noticed yet. Um, and they're messing with something in the car or they're messing with each other in the car. And I hear the <laughs> as it goes back up and I know that they're locked into place and I know that I'm mama, my seatbelt locked. Shouldn't have leaned that far forward, bro. What'd you learn? Sucks. What'd you learn? <laughs> you're you're going to be riding the rest of this car right in that position. Yeah. Hope you're comfy. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry. Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. The car is always the chaos. It is also like it's literally the the weight mode area. And you do it mm -hmm. to yourself, too, because if you're not early, you're late. Yes. So we're going to show up 20 minutes early and then just sit in the car until it's an appropriate time to go in. Well, no. And this is one of those things where because I am like a more a higher level in the game of parenting than you are, I'm on level 16. You're still on level like 12. Yeah. In between 12 and 16 is this horrible point where the release times get more nebulous because they're in a practice. That's exactly and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, okay, they're supposed to get out at 12. Okay. So I'll be there at 1145, except now I'm getting a text at 1130 as I'm trying to wrangle the other children to get out the door. We finished early. Fuck. <laughs> Guess you're waiting. Yeah. Have fun on the curb, kid. <laughs> Um, I'm coming. I'm on. I'm on the way. Sorry, sorry, pal. Uh, yeah, like I, I was, I was gonna be on time, y'all. You broke this. This isn't on me, but I'm still gonna feel really bad about it. Like, of course. Oh my god, I left her there. Yeah, no, I show up like 30 minutes early for any <laughs> sort of pickup. I mean, my kid doesn't get out till like after 2:30, and I'm in the pickup line at at two. But that's also that's a choice that I made because number one, I want a good spot. Okay. Mm -hmm. These pickup lines are getting out of control. And number two, that is my reading time. I mm -hmm. stay so busy that I'm like, oh, I have to sit. Yeah. All right. I got to see. Book. And I'm, <laughs> I'm an audiobook girl. So I'm quite sure that in those mom wait mode moments, I'm not just an audiobook girl. I'm a hard of hearing audiobook girl, which means 
It's always turned up louder than I think it is. It sounds normal to me, but I have been informed multiple times after reading the spastic hand of books that that could be heard clearly as if you were intentionally (laughs) listening to it outside of my car. See, I don't do the audiobooks because, again, I'm a staggering pickup of kids and I'm not Mm -hmm. reading children's books. So I just I have my paper books because I also I can't do audiobooks because I can't focus. I'm going to get distracted. So when I'm reading my books now, my seven year old, who is a very advanced reader, she'll like lean over. and What are you reading? Not you can't read this. Not this. This is not for you. This is not. mm -mm, Nope. This is not for your. Why can't I read it? Because it's not your book. You brought your own book. <laughs> read your, read your you know serious when you start talking through your teeth <laughs> get away from this book because you're about i know you can read the word but you won't know what the word is you get like that with the with your text and i'm like stop reading my text over my shoulder if i notice a kid is like reading my text over my shoulder i'll start texting about them and like write really silly things like she's being that a butthead so much <laughs> I do that. And then because then I hear, mom, <laughs> why are you reading my text, bro? Right. <laughs> Gwenna is telling me about her book that she and the rest of the pickup line listened to today. <laughs> so it anyway. spicy. <laughs> Actually, I, true story. I said something was spicy. I was telling Jack that something that I was reading was a spicy scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, my girl child was around the corner. I didn't realize she was doing the eavesdropping thing. She walks in. She goes, was it spicy like sriracha or spicy like jalapeno? Um, jalapeno. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do you ever notice that with kids though? Like I know my eldest, if I'm standing next to her face, like an inch away and I'm saying her name, she can't hear me. Can't I could like yell her name at her face. Nothing. Different dimension. If I am on the other side of the house speaking quietly, having a private conversation, she has commentary that she's yelling from the other side of the house. And I'm like, how? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. This it's, was not a conversation for you. Whatever. But you can hear this one. <laughs> I, th- I think it's genetically coded. And I think that, you know, it just shudders itself as they get older. But it is the same like part of their brain that doesn't need a damn thing from you. They could have not spoken to you for six hours. And the moment you have to take a call, mom, 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 I need you. I need you. Son of a bitch. Okay. What do you need? What do you need? Can I have a fruit snack? You can get your own fruit snack. This has always been the rule. They're in the cabinet. You can reach. I put them there. So I wouldn't, you got a fruit snack two hours ago by yourself. (laughs) It's always no. It's it's the rules. It's yeah. No, I don't. We are going to discuss the fruit snack consumption here, but like now, not now. And you put up your you put up the one minute finger that Mm -hmm. you hated getting as a kid, but now you're 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 one minute. Or if I you say one minute and they're like they count to sixty, it's been one minute, mom. That's not what it was. True story. (laughs) I can no longer do the holding up one finger, the the one minute signal, because my eldest. I have an eleven year age gap. And older siblings always teach younger siblings ways to torment their parents. Yep. That happens in my house with a smaller age. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. My eldest, when I would hold up the one minute, the, just the one one index finger, she would reach out and touch it with her index finger and go, E.T. <laughs> so now the littles know how to do that. I don't think they've seen the movie E.T. I don't think they know what they're doing. Yeah. But if I hold up a finger... Somebody will touch me and go, E.T., you motherfuckers. <laughs> I used to do the counting thing when I was frustrated, like one, 
too. Right. And I never and like, finish I, it. I, I didn't, I didn't have anything to back that up with. Yeah. Like I didn't know what to do. Like if I got to three, like I had nothing. Okay. <laughs> was, what do I do when I get to three? I don't know. Two and, two and a restart. quarter. <laughs> two and a half. Two, two and, and five quarters. <laughs> but then that one day, my kid, I was like one, two, three, three, four, four. five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. And I'm, yeah, all right. You call me on my bullshit. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Please just I think do what I, asked. I think I don't think there's a parent on the planet who doesn't try the counting thing. It feels natural somehow. At completely random intervals. Mine happened kind of young, but then Abby, I kept the counting thing until I was finally called. You're not going to do anything. There's nothing yeah, at the end of this number. There's nothing at the end of this. Yeah. You just want me to think there's like when, when they call and you And it's like bullshit. because you know and you feel bad about it, but you're like you, sometimes you end up frazzled and you're like, I just want you to listen and I don't want to yell. So I'm just going to start counting. Right. I'm, I'm well, just going to count. That always happens when you're when you're close to dysregulated in the first place. Like you're barely holding on to control and you're like, like, kid, if you keep pushing me, we're both going to be dissatisfied with how this goes down. Yeah. My kid asked me the other day, well, what are the consequences if I don't listen? And I was like, I don't know. I have to think about it. <laughs> I was not prepared for that question. I was hoping you were just going to do what I asked. Yeah, but she did do it. You know, it was just she was curious. Well, what are the consequences if I don't? I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just expected you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as far as mom weight mode, there's a billion ways to cope with it. There's a billion ways to help your kid cope with it. But I can in no way, even being the most minimalist about how many activities they're in, there's no way to avoid mom weight mode in some version of it and still be an engaged participatory parent yeah yeah and that's okay it's okay it that we get stuck in weight mode and it's okay to find things that to entertain ourselves and if you want to bring your ipad to entertain your kids so you can read your spicy book like more power that's, to you yeah that's fine yeah that's that's, fine. that's when my kids get most of their screen time is when we are stuck in weight mode. i don't want my kids take the ipads out of the house 90 percent of the time which is yeah. hilarious because yeah. like it's just it's such an opposite. We're in wait mode so often they get plenty of screen time in the car, but yeah, then we no, don't use them at home at all. We're gonna we're gonna hang out and talk and read books in yeah. the car. Like no, we'll you guys dinner. you guys yeah. can hardly keep that screen from getting cracked in the house. So. <laughs> See, and that's the thing is they can't keep the screen cracked in the house, but they're pretty good with it in the car just because it's a smaller confined area. Now they try to connect to my hotspot, and I'm like, you guys are costing me money trying to connect to my hotspot. <laughs> We don't need to do all that. <laughs> See, we just download the games. If it doesn't have an offline mode, nope, can't get that one. That's why I tell them. But but my eldest figured it out and showed her sisters. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> fucking age gaps. <laughs> that that was our timer. I was waiting for that. Do you get it? Do you see what I did there? Wait mode. Wait mode. Topical. Thanks for listening to Childproof from Betches Media. We would love to hear your best mom weight mode tools. How do you survive mom weight mode? Email us at childproof at betches.com. And be sure to give us a follow. I am Tori Phantom in all the places. She is Mama Cusses. And make sure you're following at Betches Moms on Instagram, too. By the way, I wrote a book called Mama Cusses, A Field Guide to Responsive Parenting. According to the sticker on the damn thing, I'm a TikTok sensation. So TikTok order that. sensation. Gwena mm -hmm. Laitlin pre-order now. And tune in every Wednesday, everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave us a rating because we love to read them. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. 
Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacow and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sasson. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email at childproof at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy, perfectly blending refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, there's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. My favorite flavor is the lemon. The mandarin orange is my favorite flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.